Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. And how are you today? Welcome to the latest installment of the Man Cave Huddle. I'm your host, Greg. We're trying to bring you some sports, trying to bring you some entertainment and some information. Let's get right into it. NBA Finals Game 3, Warriors at the Celtics. This is what I like to call the... I like to call this game, like I said in episode uh, 150, this is the tilt game because this kind of tilts one team in a direction where it's like, okay, we kind of have a little bit of an advantage here. And the Celtics took full advantage of the tilt game as they won 116-100 to over the Golden State Warriors. Coming into this game, for me, the one thing that I noticed in Game 2, and that was different from Game 1, is basically the Boston turnovers. If they controlled the turnovers and they didn't turn the ball over and weren't careless with the ball, I felt that they could really take this game. Their offense, their height, their length, their defense is really stifling the Warrior offense. It felt as though that, yes, they did have the eruption in the third quarter, but a lot of these turnovers and the points off turnovers is what was killing the Celtics and fast break points as well. Now, when you look at this game, you had, um, let me see here, turnovers, uh, 17 for the Warriors, only 12 for the Celtics. Points off turnovers, 17 for the Warriors, 19 for the Celtics. Fast break points, 18 for the Warriors, and just four for the Celtics. Just in those three stats right there, what that tells me is, is that the turnovers from the Warriors were paying, it was only two points, but still paying more dividends to the Celtics than it was for the Warriors. Fast break points, that leads me to believe that every turnover or every opportunity to get out and run, the Celtic, the Warriors did that. But the, the Warriors, no matter what lead you have against them, is not safe. I mean, you talk about the Boston Celtics who had an 18-point lead at one point in this game. And next thing you know, it's four points and you're biting your nails like, oh, God, is Curry going to hit another three and get fouled? And speaking of Curry hitting a three, there was a situation in the third quarter around five minutes ago. This guy goes up for a three, makes it. And because Al Horford did not allow Curry to land properly, he gets called for a flagrant foul. So they knock down the three, then he gets the two free throws. No, he gets one because he knocked down the the three point. So now he gets one free throw. He knocks that down. So now that's four points and possession of the ball because it's the flagrant. Warriors get the ball. Ball rotates around. It goes to Otto Porter. It was a, a three that Otto Porter hit down. In one possession, the Warriors literally scored seven points and it was a double digit lead by the Celtics now it was single digits I found that to be if the Warriors would have won the turning point of the game but I just felt that um the defense the intensity the the rebounding and the length of the Celtics I mean when you look at the Warriors Draymond Green is not that tall Kevin Looney 
He can grab boards, but when they really want to get pool in the game and have a pool party, they're really putting Draymond at the power forward. And that's what's going to make it very interesting because when you don't have the height that you need to play against the Celtics, what transpired simply from what I saw is an inability to grab rebounds and maintain some type of momentum, maintain some type of rhythm throughout the game. This was a game that was important in terms of if the Celtics would have lost this game, then obviously the only when the only must game must win games are the elimination. But if you want to talk about getting really, 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 really close to what an elimination game is, it would have been game four. Now I'll say this game four. I'm thinking the Warriors are going to take that. They're going to come out with the heart of a champion. They're going to come out and just and give it to the Celtics, and it's going to be 2-2. And then you have Game 5. And Game 5, I like to call the setup. Because now, whoever wins that Game 5 is, is only going to need one out of two, where the loser of Game 5 will need to win the next two games. So whoever wins that game is set up to win the championship. Is all I'm trying to say. But it was a good game. Good effort. Um, the others from the Celt- the Celtics came to play tonight, which was to be expected because these things usually happen when you're at home. You know, you have guys like um, Mr. Williams here uh, who really provided uh, a lot of time with 20 minutes, 10 points. You had Derek White, 7 points. The unsung hero for me, I mean, yes, you have uh, Jalen Brown. And by the way, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, Jason Tatum. How good are they as a big three, right? All drafted by the Celtics. How good are they as a big three? Brown with 27 points, Smart with 24, Tatum with 26. Come on. But for me, Robert Williams III was the unsung hero in this game. Eight points, 10 rebounds, three steals, four blocks. But most importantly for me, what he does and his ability to run rim to rim, to protect the rim, block shots, alter shots, be a presence, catching any loose alley-oop that they throw up for him. He is a problem. There was rebounds that he's grabbing and basically plucking it right over Draymond because Draymond is just not that tall for him to be able to grab boards like that. Now, on the flip side, when you look at the Warriors, I said it in a, in my previous episode, you're going to need somebody else other than Curry and Thompson to be the only ones that score points. I mean, you had Klay Thompson, who probably had his best shooting night of the NBA Finals, went 7 for 17, 5 for 13 from 3, scored 25 points. You had uh, Chef Curry cooking up another masterpiece, 31 points off of 6 for 11, 3-point shooting, 12 for 22 for the game. You had Wiggins, who had 18 points. But my thing is this. You need to have another score that's going to get you at least 20 points, where maybe if... Curry scores 21 and at 31. Now, those 10 points could be dispersed. Maybe Wiggins takes them and scores 28 instead of 18. But that's neither here nor there. What is here 
is the fact that this next game is going to be mucho important, and I can't wait to watch it. So in my last episode, I talked about meditation and water and how you can provide yourself with positive thoughts and then drinking the positive thoughts by drinking the water. I want to do that, but I want to take it differently. Um, this is just a positive affirmation to say. When something really, really matters to you, let it go. Say to the universe, you know what I want. Give it to me in the path of least resistance. Give it to me in the easiest way possible. Give it to me in any way I can get it. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye, everybody.